Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally deciding on the movie you're going to take home with you. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house, but there was something truly special about making that trip as a child, picking a movie out by hand, and committing fraud with a forged check to pay for your late fees. <laughs> Felony, bro. Uh, on this <laughs> podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always, the two actors who played Ralph and Damian Waters, Sean Pryor and AJ Benz. How the heck are you? Um, not getting paychecks. Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we're starting our own uh, our own side business. Though. Hand to foot enterprises. <laughs> hand to foot enterprises. We do, we do odd jobs. It's so. a very, very serious disease, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why they call it that. Yeah. Foot to mouth. I would just like to say, um, you boys are looking good. You know what you guys got? S-T-Y-L-E. Style. Style. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, you're in for a treat. Uh, if you haven't heard, we are, uh, we're going three movies in a row before we do a mini bite instead of the alternating thing. So, Crazy, man. So we did, uh, we did the old Uncle Buck, and now we would normally do a mini bite. Nope. We're giving you another classic movie from your childhood. Uh-huh. But before that, it is review time. Yeah, all the time, dude. Review time. This one's called the podcast for the diseased. <laughs> and, and it's from deceased. Five seven eight two one. Brand new to this podcast as I write this. Only listened to two episodes, Hocus Pocus and Beetlejuice. The Beetlejuice episode was terrific. These guys broke down the movie in, in the most perfect way possible. It was one of my favorite movies, and I know every part in line because I've seen the film about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every time I see it. <laughs> it's a fantastic review. But their breakdown made me find a newfound respect for the film. If you like movie reviews, check this out. I mean, that's that's amazing cool, right there. Man. That's great. Great. Appreciate reference. that. You got callbacks. You've got movie reference, dialogue yes. references. You've got it all. Uh, man, that's great. Thank I think you. one of the the best compliments we can get is if if we hit a movie that is your favorite and you and you like learn something maybe yeah. or you think we did that's that's the best compliment or, we get or if you like you you like the movie but then you hear our episode and you hear us talk about it, and then you watch it again you're like. 
you know what? They might be right about that. They they I didn't see right. it like that. That's uh, that's yeah. all we can really ask for. Thank you so much for saying that. No, definitely. And I got another one for you too. This one's what? called Great Podcast Three Windmill One. I don't know what that means. Is who wrote it? Stumbled upon this podcast by mistake, but have been loving it so far. I always get a kick out of the fan theories because they are absolutely ridiculous. Keep the content coming, boys. Hey, all right. Thank you, darling. Man, thank you, everybody. Love it. Um, so obviously keep up with those reviews. It means the world to us. Like we don't, you know, I know you can, if you ever see some podcasts, it's a secret there. You can pay for reviews. Yeah. And we don't do that, guys. No, We're no. getting legitimate reviews. So we need to grow that organically. If you're enjoying this. Just type in a little review. And, and if you can't do the reviews, send it to somebody who you think would like it. Exactly. That's all we ask. And if you come by this podcast by mistake, somehow, I don't know how, I that, don't happened. Know how that happens. Like, I came I came across the, the golden monster energy drinks by mistake. And I yeah. they're, they're my absolute favorite thing, you know. And uh, if that's kind of the case with you, let that be. There it let is. it be. Yeah. Let, let it be, it boy. Be. Uh, we also got a voicemail to play <gasps> for you today. First time listening. Here we go. Hey, guys. Long time, first time. I just want to say I'm a big fan of your podcast. I make sure it's playing during my piece for work. Um, having said that, I do have a bone to pick with one of you. Yeah. Mike, I don't know you very well, but boy, do I have a big disagreement. Oh, God. People say that a lot to me. The Mortal Kombat theme song is a work of art, and it's absolutely timeless. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you disrespect such a great movie theme song? But I guess... Some people just don't know good music. Um, and all seriousness, so thank you guys for all that you do on this podcast. It's always a bright spot in my day when I see a new episode get uploaded. So thanks again, guys, and keep up the good work. Man, like, oh, yeah, wow. like yeah. I, this is like twice now someone said, how dare you to me? <laughs> I, I, I was the first one. <laughs> you son of a bitch. People say, how dare you a lot to yeah. me. Your mother's a saying, I didn't mean to say that. Um, <laughs> but your choice, your, your, your taste, I'm sorry. I agree with Parker. It's just like, I what, know. what do you, what? What? Well, in our friend, you, you hear the Mortal Kombat yell to start off that yeah. says Confused Breakfast. That's our friend Kyle Wyatt. Obviously, he forgave yeah. you. He forgave yeah, he, me. He did. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm sorry, guys. Man, thank you for calling in. Thank you for putting Mike in his place. And yeah. thank you for telling us that you listen to our show on your, your drives. Um, because like I said before... That's why we do this, to make uh, the mundane parts of life a little bit more interesting. I guess they can't all be Taylor Swift or 1975, Mike. Uh, yeah. I'm I so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got, so we got a phone number. If you want to leave a voicemail and have it played on air, 319-804-9596. And uh, <laughs> there's a link for it in the old show notes. There's also a link to our buddy Kyle Wyatt, who we just mentioned. He's doing a cameo. He's raising money for A21. Uh, go, go click on that. He's the one that... Yelled, God feels breakfast. Oh, yeah. So mm -hmm. there's that. Hit and that up. That, that's awesome. We uh, we support that, and uh, thank you for doing that. If you uh, go support that as well, hell's yeah. And uh, and we do have Patreon. Uh, it's very important to talk about that because this is uh, now that we've switched. We we initially we we're going to do one movie every two weeks, and then we're like <laughs> we're going to add mini bites let's, every other week. Let's do more work. Let's now. do more movies. Let's add behind the scenes chats. <laughs> like, God, I mean, we we do fucking love this. It is so great, and to have all these people that enjoy it. I mean, it's amazing, but man, I mean, like we've been at AJ's house for a really long time. We've today. been here a long time, <laughs> and like, and there's no end in sight. So the beauty of Patreon is that you get to listen to this for free. We we put in the time, you listen to it, but you can actually go to Patreon, search Confused Breakfast, and you can pay like three bucks a month. Mm -hmm. That is just you saying thanks for the content, you know, which is amazing. I think that ends up being like one penny per 
20 minutes that of is a little, time a little a bit more than your cup of coffee that you get every morning exactly exactly and that's only per month guys yeah. uh, but there's some different tiers though for five bucks you can get uh like you get to hear some behind the scenes chat where we talk extra about some movies like there if you were to go in there right now there's a ton of content you can listen to us talk about goonies filming locations uh uh, behind the scenes on on the Mortal Kombat video games, mm-hmm. we talked conspiracy theories. We t- we reviewed the brand new Mortal Kombat. We talked about the John Candy filmography. And this week, actually coming out soon, <laughs> you're going to hear some behind the scenes of uh of we had a live caller yeah. and it didn't go well. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It good. didn't go well. But it's, <laughs> it's fun. It's just extra stuff for you guys while you're waiting for the next episode to come out. And then ten bucks a month, you actually get to help us pick out upcoming movies, get mentioned on every episode. Our uh, our staff picks our number ten dollar tier let people. me hear these names these are my favorite names in the entire Ready? world dane joel tony b pt jordan i say like zordon jordan <laughs> i like that uh nick marula <laughs> yes joseph kens kenziuk alicia and nick fulkerson hell yeah all right thank you guys so much the best of the best right yep. there yeah greatest and, and we, we we so much appreciate that guys that so consider top shelf picks right there man that's what i'm saying oh. dude so consider uh, joining the Patreon. Help us make our first million dollars. Mm-hmm. But speaking of making a million dollars, oh. it's time to talk about another myth. Okay, guys? <laughs> Today we are going to discuss one of the quintessential movies of all 90s kids. The movie that fulfills all of our wildest dreams and shows us the pitfalls of getting everything you ever wanted, including a kiss from a woman nearly 25 years <laughs> than you. 25 years older than you. I, I, yeah, it's just hard to even say that. We can't stress it enough. Uh, we are, of course, talking about 1994's Blank Check. Uh, but we're going to go in-depth. We're going to go scene-by-scene scene on this movie. But before we do that, we like to set the stage. So Sean always starts us off with the pertinent details, important background inf- information on the movie. I don't think you're going to have much on this one. Uh, going no. Sean by Sean. <laughs> Sean before Sean. we go scene-by-scene. Scene. <laughs> North by Northwest. Sean by Sean. Sean Pricker. All right. Produced by Gary Al- Abdulson and Craig Baumgartenen. Can I stop you right there? My, yes. fa- my favorite part, I don't know if you just do that, or but my favorite part is how you just don't know how to pronounce it. I just names. butcher them all. I hey, butcher them all. Do it. <laughs> so let's, let's buff and he just goes, <laughs> These ones don't matter. Berber Wachowski. Okay, let's try one more time, see if I even do it. I forget how I said it. So Gary Abdelson and Craig Baumgartner. Music by Nicholas Pike, which is weird because we had our last week Pike prior. As an editor, oh. um, cinematography by Bill Pope, the the only prominent filmmaker on this goddamn movie. Actually, the director is kind of prominent, but okay. uh, cinematographer who did movies such as Army of Darkness for Sam Raimi, uh, Clueless. F- we will cover that movie. You bet. Uh, the Matrix. We probably cover that. Uh, the Spider Man Two. I think he was nominated for an Oscar for for uh, shooting that movie. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, his first uh, um, foray with Edgar Wright. The World's End. Another yeah. Edgar Wright movie and Baby Driver, uh, which is an amazingly shot so, movie. So this guy's like, he's actually like prolific. He's 100% nominated for an Oscar several times. Uh, actually, there's famous uh, footage of him being nominated uh, and they announce his name and the lady says Bill Poop well, <laughs> instead of Bill Pope. You, you, I like you, stories like that. You know what? Even still, Sylvester Stallone started off shooting smut movies. So <laughs> that makes right. sense. That's right. <laughs> A friend of mine, uh, his, his name is Nate Smith. 
And on his driver's license for like seven years, it's clearly spelled Nate Poop. His signature is like Nate P O O P, and it just that was his signature for slice into the bitch. I need Nate to know poop. this man. Nate Poop, dude, sticking it to the man whatever way we can. <laughs> Starring Brian Bonesaw, Karen Duffy, James Rebhorn, Jane Atkinson, Miguel Ferreira, Michael Lerner, Tone Loke, and Rick Ducumin. Filmed in Austin, San Antonio, and Dallas. Is that all you got? On to the next. The house <laughs> is the house is Pemberton Pemberton Castle in Austin and is now owned by Robert Rodriguez, who is a great filmmaker. Wasn't he like a Nickelodeon star too, or something Robert like that? Rodriguez? Am I crazy? Maybe. Or maybe there was someone that owned it before him or something. I don't know who Robert Rodriguez is. Robert Rodriguez uh, directed uh, El Mariachi, uh, Desperado. He's he's friends with uh, Tarantino. He did um, uh, Sin City. Okay. Uh, yeah, great yeah. great filmmaker. Theme park near the beginning of the film is actually Six Flags in Texas. Yeah, boy. Um, okay. uh, which I've been to. Uh, I've been there too, actually. Nice. Fiesta, Texas? Yes. Oh, my God. Can, yeah, we, can we have a confused breakfast goes <laughs> to Six Flags party or something like I that? I like that. All right, yeah. cool. Yes. I like um, roller coasters. Please. I like roller uh, um, The Raging Bull is a great one. Okay. The bank in the movie is the Alamo National Bank building. The building opened in 1929 and is now the Dreary Plaza Hotel. I am scratching the bottom <laughs> of the barrel, as you can see. Hey, you wow. know what? <laughs> Um, Shay also played Shay in Dumb and Dumber. Dude, they were running out of names in the 90s. <laughs> Although, I think, so I think, like, if you look at the technical credits, her name's like J.P. Shay. Okay. Like, Shay was her last name, so at least they, you know, yeah. whatever. She's got her, she's got that range, man. Um, and that's it. Oh, well, it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's totally just, fine. It's totally it's fine. It's a Disney movie. Like, it's it's a weir- It's weird that it's a Disney movie for so some reason to me. Is, we're we're going to get into that. So this was all shot in Texas, but was it supposed to be, like, more in the Midwest? Because there's an Indiana license plate in this movie. Really? Yeah. yeah, I don't think they think, ever said where it was. Yeah, okay, but it's just like... I remember. I think it's the Jaguar in the in the it's, movie. It's okay. definitely it's like an Indiana. Indiana license plate, yeah. right? Okay, okay. That's maybe that's he maybe he wild. stole it from the in, in Indiana. Maybe he yeah. came from like that penitentiary there and then drove maybe. to. Or maybe know. it was locked up in a secret garage that no one ever found until yeah. he broke out. Like, or maybe it doesn't matter what the or fuck. Or maybe ever. it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> maybe no one. Maybe they literally didn't give a shit at all about the continuity of the film, and they just did it anyways. Okay, I think that might be. Do it. we see where this is going? Okay, but here's the thing: we don't. We give you two. Two ratings throughout the show. The, the the end rating is what we think modern day. We try to not let nostalgia like influence us in any way, and we give you the modern day rating. But before we do that, we give you the childhood rating. Like, I mean, go back in time. The first time you saw this, the thoughts, how you how you consumed it, what you loved about it. I'll I'll start us off on this one, please. I fucking loved this movie yeah, as dude. a kid. Oh yeah, this put yourself put yourself as as ten year old Mike. Put yourself as ten year old AJ. We're gonna we're gonna be doing this every everything that this kid did is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and dude, we used to like draw. I used to get that uh, graph paper where it had the squares. Yeah. And I would draw like what my compound would look like, and it would have a tennis court <laughs> and an ice skating rink <laughs> and a theater and a roller coaster. Yeah. I mean, like that's what I would do. The totally. first thing would be the water slide. Like, are you fucking kidding? The me? first thing makes perfect yeah. sense. And and I, I definitely we rented this movie all the time. Me and my brother did. I mean, any chance we had, we're like, let's watch Blank Chuck. It's so yeah. fu- it's so fucking good. Yep. Um. So I mean, dudes, I. I was like eight and a half. I mean, like Damn, definitely dude. fucking love this movie <laughs> really? as a child. Yes, yeah. love this movie. Hell what yeah. about you, H? I don't know if I remember specifically renting this movie. However, I do remember us seeking it out like 
it was on the Disney Channel. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Or maybe you you recorded it off right. of the Disney correct, Channel. Yes, correct. yes. And uh, and we watched it all the time. Again, my brother Bob and I were two and a half years apart from each other. We watched everything in our childhood growing up, and we talked about it together. Um, it was it was so iconic to us. And you're just like you said. You thought about oh, all the stuff I'd do as a kid. You know, I'd totally do this. I'd I'd totally. But I didn't know what sharper image was. But you know, <laughs> but like you wanted all the toys. You wanted to do the Nickelodeon shopping spree, and that's exactly exactly what this was. Essentially, I wanted my own house. I wanted girls and stuff you, like and that. And you definitely hated your older brothers. That's right. And I had three of them. <laughs> there you go. He's he was a punk ass. That's child's play right there. I had three <laughs> older brothers, asshole. Um, but yeah, I I love this movie. You wanted everything Preston wanted, for better or for worse. Let's just put it that way. And uh, <laughs> you found nothing wrong with his love interest. Nothing at all. wrong nope. with his his wants or needs. No, because you had the same. Because you had the same. And uh, so I would I would have to say, uh, watching this movie, I was a seven point nine. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Sean? Uh, pretty much all the same, man. Yeah. I, I watch this movie with my brother all the time. Uh, we'll, we'll get to certain scenes that I re, that we reenacted together. Not the fountain scene. <laughs> not anything. Not anything. Not anything. What you're thinking Limo like that? Scene. Nothing like that. Uh, but uh, so, <laughs> nothing like wet skin on leather. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I I just gagged. <laughs> um, you jump into there. You just like pulled your skin off your arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, every time I get out of the shower, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I thought this movie was super cool. I loved all the toys. That's like why you watch this movie. Yeah. Um, Henry was was such a, a, a cool oh, presence yeah. in the movie. Uh, probably an eight for me uh, back in the day. All right. Well, if you stick around, we're going to go scene by scene. We are going to go through this movie, and then we will give you the modern day ratings, see if things have changed. But before we do that, before we go scene by scene, full film, review aj does some research for us uh he hooks us up with the ratings the reviews kind of all that professional stuff uh to just set the tone so i'm pretty excited for this one you it's funny how far you don't have to dive on this <laughs> to movie find some good stuff? to find some decent stuff we're gonna go right through this because i have to imagine that you know exactly what's coming uh-huh so the rotten tomatoes <laughs> the tomato meter I think this is now the lowest movie on our list. It's got I will, to I be. will tell you. Uh, um, what, what do we got here? This is a 9% on the tomato meter. Oh, my. It is a swamp train. Uh, so <laughs> just for reference to everyone, of all the movies we've done, Over the Top was our lowest. Okay. Really? At 30. 30. Yeah. And this 30. is 9. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Nine. Okay, wow. Now the audience was the worst. Well, Nine out of ten, right? <laughs> <laughs> a bit more forgiving on this. 34% for That's the audience. Still, let's just let's go back. Let's look through this. That okay. is still our lowest. Uh, that is our lowest audience rated. Uh, <laughs> it was over the top. Ugh. And yeah, it's nah, at 49. So this is a 34. Okay. Also questionable relations <laughs> in that movie as well. So maybe there's, a, maybe there's a theme emerging. I don't know. <laughs> Um, if we move over to IMDb, they give us a 5.3 out of 10 uh, in IMDb, and Metascore is a 42. Okay. Those are both fairly generous, aren't that's they? That's pretty generous. They pretty generous. Um, well, and, but that's, and sorry to stop you, that's no. what we do here. Like, people get so mad. I have a feeling your brother's going to hate us, oh, Sean. Yeah. 
But they can't. What we're we're not telling you that you were wrong for loving no, a movie no, as a no. kid. We're telling you that if you strip that nostalgia away, some things are different. Yep. For better or for worse. Yep. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Okay, <laughs> keep that in mind, guys. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let me give you a few here. Um, so let's start with critical reviews first and foremost. Okay. The Miami Herald blank check turned schmaltzy towards the end by borrowing gimmicks from the Home Alone movies and resorting to the cavalry to the rescue formula ending. This de rigueur Disney best when it's kept light and fantastical. Hmm. As Miami Herald, sixty three out of a hundred. Not bad. Um, 60. This is the New York Times. It's easy to see why this cheerfully dopey film has struck pay dirt. <laughs> That's it. That's all from them. That was it. That's it. <laughs> um, let's. Well, and actually, was this received well? Like, did this do well in the box office? Do you guys I, know? I don't. I don't know that actually. Um, we might be able to check that up. out quick as we're going through this, but I. I don't know if it was necessarily received received very well. Okay, this going down the way that was a sixty from the New York Times, sixty out of out of a hundred. Moving moving right along, Variety, blank check wallows in the exuberance of excess so enthusiastically for so long that even naive youngsters may have trouble buying picks. Uh, ultimate money can't buy happiness message. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I just got a word uh, from the from box office himself. Good, and it the, the budget for this movie was thirteen million dollars. Oh, fuck, I got him so good. You got him. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny to me. Um, the budget for this movie was thirteen million dollars. It racked in a whopping thirty nine million oh USD. God. So Damn. it did rack it. It up. did very well. Damn. Okay. Um, it got a little bit more bleak here at the end for the critics. The Seattle Times uh, gave it a 25 out of 100. Blank check will get a few big laughs from kids, but that doesn't stop this vapid, morally bankrupt, and wretchedly written Disney comedy from being <laughs> genuinely disgusting. Wow. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the Austin Chronicle, uh, Texas, so where this movie yeah. was filmed All at. Right. This was a 20 out of uh, 100 from Marjorie Baumgarten. This movie simply reeks. The, Thanks, produ the producer is that's it, Craig Baumgarten. Oh, is no. that right? Maybe they. Oh are, no, uh, ex lovers. Some bad blood lovers. Ex lovers. There is some bad blood there. We we all know why like people watch this movie or why kids watch this movie. Uh, let's a, a ten out of ten rating. Oh wow! Um, on IMDb actually, and this was. This was recent, February nineteenth of twenty twenty one. Great Pryor. movie. Could watch it multiple times. Enjoyable family movie with a great cast and nice story. You, <laughs> fantabulous 99669, missed the boat here. <laughs> this is not, no, no. I also want to meet this fella, this, yeah. this woman, and I want to party with them because just I, everything's joyful. Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything is whatever. Probably likes panic at the, or uh, widespread panic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, panic, whatever. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. Take it easy. Yeah. Panic. The, okay. Um, and obviously, then there's the people who got it. Now, this is a one out of ten. Utterly awful. Blank check is easily one of the worst films of the '90s. The plot is completely pointless. Its overtones of loneliness are pathetic. Do you really believe a 12-year-old acting as a personal assistant for a millionaire could accomplish everything in this film? Eleven-year-old like buying a mansion yeah, 11. for a mere. You right. Sorry. Bu buying a mansion for a mere three three thousand three hundred thousand. 
<laughs> he says 300 grand. The notion, let alone the bargain basement price, will only be believed by the most gullible viewers. Please respect your intelligence and don't watch this awful, <laughs> awful film. But that makes me want to watch it. I know. I say, like, yeah, I kind of want to watch it again, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do not watch this movie. <laughs> is that the title? Yes, it is. Okay. One out of ten um, by X Gray 03873 in 2017. I'm sorry, but this is by far one of the worst live action Disney movies that I've ever seen. Wait, live action? <laughs> uh, live action. So not, not animated. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they meant like live. It was an action movie. It was a live <laughs> movie. <laughs> they thought it was live. <laughs> That just shows what kind of terminology skills I have in the movie business. <laughs> the jokes are not funny. The main protagonist, Preston, is a little brat that has no idea on how economics really work. And whose idea was it to have a romantic subplot with a 12-year-old little boy and a 20-something-year-old FBI agent? That was just 20-something? No, try 30-something. Try 30-something, please. Uh, that was just stupid. The only thing that's good about this movie is Tone Lock's performance. But other than that, all the characters are freaking idiots and the father's complete douchebag. <laughs> Bottom line, do not bother showing this to your kids. Uh, it will send them the wrong message. And I've got one more for you guys. Okay. okay. This one's pretty s- straightforward. Uh, in August, on August 23rd of 2020, uh, AEM 52431 decided to say one star out of 10. Let's not support pedophilia. <laughs> this, <laughs> this was kind of disgusting. Think how mad people would be if it were a young girl and older man. Wow. They literally kiss on the lips. Yep. That's wow. the entirety of the thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a really good point. I mean, for some reason it's okay. It was okay that it was that, but yeah, that's weird. Yeah. It is a weird kind of stigma and we will yeah, get right? into it. Oh, but we uh, will. We've got a, about a 30 minute segment dedicated. To that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Well, boys, what do you say? We use our computer skills to forge a check from an escaped convict, buy everything we've ever wanted and learn some very valuable life lessons as we go. Here we go. All right. So the movie begins as the audience is introduced to an escaped convict named Carl Quigley running away from prison and finding his hidden stash of $1 million. Meanwhile, 11-year-old Preston Waters laments his relative lack of money compared to his entrepreneurial brothers and his investor father. His room is being taken over by his brothers and no one seems to care. He is then forced to go to a birthday party of a bully kid named Butch. Great name for a bully kid. So it is. Such good. So you know I like to talk about intros, right? Yep. Um, I don't. I don't mind this intro because things are happening. My right? first note was yet another kind of cool credit sequence. Yeah. But also, this is like a very cool. dark, weird intro. Yeah. That was never mentioned again. The tone of that <laughs> never happened again. Yeah. And then, like the dude just literally rolls around town like nothing happened. Like no yeah. one's looking for him. Yep. Why was he in jail? How did he get out of jail? Did he have power tools with him to like do the things he was doing? The welding tools he had that just was so weird. Why? Why did we even have to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> we don't talk about it ever again. In the we movie. don't. In fact, and I forgot. I did not yeah. remember that intro at all. Yeah. Didn't remember is, it. This is one of those things. So now now I feel vindicated after not maybe catching the first 10 to 15 minutes of a movie. <laughs> doesn't matter in this fucking movie because that doesn't fucking matter. Nope. Okay. So uh, that, <laughs> there it goes. Vindication. Justification. Boom. 
Uh, other than that, you're right. Like, why? Why do? Why do we care about this? We we just needed it to be, like, okay. We see the suitcase that he has to go find for a million dollars. I guess so. We yeah. don't even really kind of gather that. He just appears out of nowhere, and you could have easily omitted that part of it. And then you still could have him stroll into the bank yeah, yeah. and have the same conversation between him and Biederman. You would have gotten the gist of it. Yeah. Pointless. I, I do. I do. I do agree. But like, I mean, I know we're watching this as like adults and everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to defend this movie. <laughs> you know, you can. Okay. But it's it, like, imagine yourself as a kid and, and seeing like lightning and rain and, and obviously it was like scary, scary yeah. music going on. And then like, obviously this guy's greedy. He like, he'll do anything for this million dollars. He yeah. kissed it. It made me, it turned me on <laughs> watching it. Like he even fucking made out with that stack of hundreds. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it sets up a, a a tone that you're right. Definitely never comes back. <laughs> never, never. On top of that, Miguel Ferreira, amazing actor. I he love is. seeing him in everything he's, that he's in. Uh, his voice yeah, is, yeah. is so like menacing. Even he's um, intimidating. As a kid, I remember being like, "Oh my god, do yeah. not fuck with this guy. Right. What are you doing, Preston? Right. Wear suits really weird." But yeah, <laughs> he had those dress shoes with the little tassels on <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, those suits, I, he he looks like he looks he's he's dressed like Steve Harvey on, a, on a, Family on, Feud on, on, on Laundry Day, like that's what he's dressed like. <laughs> that's what he's dressed like in this just movie. Steve Harvey just got liposuction. Yeah, the exactly. day before taping. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, that uh, suit does not fit well. No, no, no. I agree. It's it, there is something happening during the credit scene, and it's it's cool. But yeah, you're right. It, it, we really don't need it. I have to say, like the the kind of opening of of like the like Preston and everything he's kind of gearing himself up for this conversation with his with his dad or whatever and then his brother's bust in what is this bullshit you mean to tell me that he they got the okay from their parents to just take over his room yeah what the as fuck? an office and just invade this kid's private like life <laughs> and just just Oh yeah, no. Well, they're innovators. They're gonna have their own business, and that's why they're so cool and, and interesting. And blah, 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 blah. I love these kids. My kid, these kids more than you. <laughs> that's basically what you just did, you asshole. Like, are you kidding me? That is that is the most bullshit. Like, it's as unbelievable as most of the other parts of this movie. But obviously, is, is how he gets treated right then and there. As we'll find out, he's just he's doing that. He's being an asshole to to his his, his the the last kid that he had. Yeah, and letting these kids who are starting their quote unquote own business. business. What the fuck even business are they doing? Are they just doing odd jobs around town? You, you know, like we, he's he's making his kids. Say, I'm 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 imagining he made his kids start this business to get revenue into the family because yeah. he's struggling. Yeah. And and it comes up later on. It's like, are we poor? It's like, no, we just got to watch our spending and that kind of stuff. And you know, so like we're poor. that's, that's kind of how, you know, when I was growing up, I, I didn't know as kids, like we didn't know if we were poor, if we had money or anything. My parents didn't bring that up. That's not something that my folks fought about in front of us or whatever. And you know, you see, so you never know if you, if you've got it or, or you don't, you know, <laughs> you, but you either have things or you don't, I suppose. And, and like, I feel like when you're a kid, you only see like kids or like you see people who have a lot mm -hmm. and then you just compare to, you, to yourself and you think you don't have that much, even though you probably yeah. do, Yeah, you know? Other than that, I just thought it was such bullshit that they just come in, terrorize him, yeah. take his money, 
then they beat him up. <laughs> you get you get Preston like Preston's the most unhappy eleven year old in the history of the world. But mm-hmm. then you're like kind of like okay, like I get it. You're getting taken over. Did you hear that line yes. there under the breath line with the dad says? Yes. He goes. He ha- he ha- he brings a computer in the internet. The computer and he goes. Boys, this will this will teach you everything except for except how to make love to a woman. My how the tables have turned, boys. Because that's the only thing the internet can teach you nowadays. That's how I learned. Hey, man. And then and then. Uh, the mom makes some comment about, I know I'm getting your dad for Christmas or something like that. Like, <laughs> and they're like, holy shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, Fucking he, the internet, man. It's, it's amazing. And le- this will teach you everything except how to make love to a woman. Yeah. That's love something it. you say to your fucking kids. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do with an 11-year-old in the room. <laughs> uh, on top of McGill for her, I do, I do think Jeb, James Rebhorn is, is a great actor. He's that guy in every single movie that you've ever seen. Yep. He's, yeah. he's in The Game. He's in Independence Day. Like, mm-hmm. name a movie. He's probably in there. I think he's an iRobot. Talented Mr. Ripley, which is another great movie. I think his scenes are really great. Like, I agree. I watched it like three times in preparation for this, and I was just kind of like, look at the background shit that he's doing even, too. Like, even, yep. when, even the first scene when he's in the room, he's like, Taking Preston's shit, I don't know, but it's like still saying his lines. I'm like, that's impressive. That's that's hard to do for an actor, right? You know? I mean, he is he is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. At his like, he's he's the one of those great B roll B list actors kind of guys that just plays these side characters or kind of someone you don't want to like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What voice activator thing is going on? <laughs> Did the Macintosh have that? Did you guys have a Macintosh? My, my well, dad, hey, they must have been doing okay. They had that Macintosh money, baby. <laughs> That's you know? right. My dad, uh, my dad was a graphic designer before he retired. Okay. Uh, and, and he was like, Macs were not popular back in the day, mm, by yeah, the way. Like, right. We had a Mac and no one, they're like, what is that? Like, I don't understand. But it was fairly innovative on stuff, but I never at one point in my life was there some sort of audio series no. stimulator or whatever. No. No. That had, they could also that make had, phone calls with. That had a red, red-lipped red man talking to you. <laughs> kind of weird. The Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show person? Yeah, exactly. Was, and what what does he make it say? Like like hand to butt or, or mouth to butt? Or mouth to no, butt. Yeah, yeah. Mouth to butt. <laughs> Mouth to butt. He's <laughs> like, why is this like, why are you upset about this? Like, if I was the older brother of that kid, I'd be like, that's fucking hilarious. Let's keep doing Dude, this. Yeah. Teach me how to do teach that. Me how to do this. Thing. this is super funny. Just to add to the plight of this measly little 11 year old his brothers like they hit him in the arm and like don't rub it be a man be a man <laughs> what the fuck dude <laughs> and they were just diminishing like masculine like false masculinity of this like <laughs> don't rub it don't cry i'm pretty be sure a man. i'm Tough pretty sure out. his dad was in the room when that happened like what you're not even noticing this yeah god and, and, and then, then they go to butch's well yeah they're going to butch's party and to speak more on preston like his home life sucks yeah they're taking over his room then his parents essentially like force him to go to this party where no one likes him. Yeah. And he doesn't want to go. He's wearing khaki shorts with a <laughs> collared shirt tucked into tucked it to an amusement park. He's, he's got hand-me-down clothes on, dude. Yes. Those are hand-me-down clothes. I know. I got hand-me-down clothes as a kid. And now, they, granted, I was a thicker kid. I didn't fit them the same way. But so you had yeah, to tuck them in. They, yeah, but I know, I know, I know hand-me-down clothes when I see them. And, All right. and they give him six dollars. Six dollars. 
to go to an amusement park. I mean, they're just they're causing this kid's life to be they terrible. are. That's worse than having no money. Yes. Because then at least if you have like no tokens, you're like, yeah, I can't do shit. So I'm just going to like kind of exist around here and just try to make the best of my situation as opposed to like, oh, cool. I'm going to go go on this badass roller coaster. No, I'm not because I'm a buck short. Like, yeah. fuck, dude. That's rough. And since he is such a sad and unhappy kid in general, like, it's so funny when he's on the like the kid rides and yeah. he's just going. Yeah, yeah, he's got that face it's right just, in the right on the unicorn or whatever the hell it is or the Pegasus. So and they're like, where did where did he even get that cotton candy? The fucking garbage. I know. That yeah, was that was a big thing. Like six <laughs> bucks. And by the way, what the fuck theme park does tokens like that? Yeah, that makes you no get sense. Four tokens for a dollar. No, okay. you pay a hundred dollars and you do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. That's right. And like on on an actual theme park, you do. You're like, oh yeah, it's seventy five dollars for a child to get in. That's the child <laughs> ticket. But then you get to do everything you want. Well, food not included. Not food of course, not included. Yes. Yeah, you don't get your drinks and food, but you know, you get all the you get to do whatever you want. But Otherwise, it's like a carnival is where you have to pay for like tokens and tickets. Yes. Like, what the fuck kind of half-assed carny job is this? Yeah. So I was like, I I didn't buy that part of it. Nope. And he's standing on he, like when they do like the wacky waters, the the, the log ride, wave, baby, the tidal wave. Yeah. He's standing on the bridge where you get splashed. That's like, the only reason that bridge is there is for people to go and watch people come down and yes. get splashed by water. In fact, that that was the best part of the ride is you you ride the ride and then that was the exit. Yeah. And then you stand on there. Exactly. It's like he didn't see 10,000 other boats going up down the hill and putting a big splash there. And in reality, you can't get on that bridge <laughs> unless if you, if you're not on, on the ride. ride. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my least favorite part of it is Butch and but all the also all these other kids too. And like a couple of like the girls are talking to him, but he's like kind of stressed out because he didn't have the money and (laughs) stuff. And then like, but then like this butch kid, he needs to get his ass kicked. Yeah, that's yep. uh, that's it. Butch needs to get his ass kicked. That's the only thing I really want. Or to say. murdered. I don't really care. It yeah. doesn't really matter. Most things. He he's in a couple other movies. Um, I think his name is Butch in every single movie. Yeah. He's in every <laughs> single fucking movie. He's he's in he's actually in Hook. He's yep. and he's yep. when he's younger. But then I think he's a, a bully in another movie called Butch. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, he needs to get his ass kicked. Yep. Fucking love it, dudes. All right, so Preston wants to start saving money and goes to a bank to open an account where he meets a bank teller named Shay Stanley. She tells him he needs $200 to open an account, which Preston does not have. Meanwhile, Carl Quigley has arrived at the same bank to force bank manager Edward Biederman to launder the $1 million for him that he found in the briefcase earlier, remember? Preston leaves the bank dejected when Butch... Arch nemesis steals his $11 check from his grandma that he wanted to deposit. Chasing Butch, Preston falls right behind Quigley's car and his bike is run over. Afraid of drawing attention from the police, Quigley hastily hands Preston a signed bank check and flees the scene. A lot of these scenes are directed like kind of poorly and like weirdly. Um, we'll get into like like camera styles and, and like choices and everything, like movements and everything like that later. But the family scenes seem to be taken care of like really well. I don't know if it's just because of the performances by like James Red, Red Rebhorn and the mom, actually, she's kind of good. I, th- I actually think the brothers are, are kind of good too, but the family scenes seem to be shot really well and edited, like put together really well for me. I just think, especially when we get to press in at the bank and the chase scene, uh, and he, then he eventually meets M- Miguel. It is for some reason it's, it's, 
well done, but there's a tinge to it where it's just like, what the fuck is like, why are you making these choices? Why are you choosing to show this shot or that shot as opposed to just like letting it flow? Right. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know. Really all this movie is, is a montage. We'll we'll get to that That whole thing, but it does seem like the, like the character moments are like kind of taken care of, you know, and I will give it that. That's, that's kind of what I have to say about that. You know, like in Home Alone, you're like, how are the, Home Alone 2, you're like, how are they going to leave him a Home Alone again? Yeah. In this mm-hmm. one, you're going, how is he going to get a million, a blank check for a million dollars? And as, as illegal and not possible as the whole thing is, like, it's a nice idea of a setup. Yeah. I, bl- I bought it as a kid completely, yeah. where yeah. he was learning about, he got a blank check from his grandma, he found that you could just write in there whatever you want, and then, like, because Quigley was, this is the only other alludement to Quigley being uh, like a fugitive. Is yeah. he sees that cop, he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go." And that like is kind of a nice setup. Like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit, I've already filled out the check. I already signed my name. Like, God damn it, I gotta go." Here you go. Yeah. Take this. Your dad Talk, will know what to do with it. Talk to me. What What do yeah. you want? What do you want for the bike? Talk to me. Let's, and Butch is actually helpful. Butch is helping. He's actually <laughs> helpful in this part. But but at the same time, Butch is Butch is hoping at the end of it he's gonna get a cut of whatever yeah, yeah. Preston gets because you know. Yeah, he just needs his ass kicked. But <laughs> <laughs> all butches have it coming to him. They them. all do. Yep. They all do. Coincidence is, I think, the most like valued like driver for like children. You know, I buy coincidence all day Completely. long as a yeah. kid. You know, and that's all this is. This is all coincidence throughout this sequence. The ten dollar check from uh, from his grandma could totally get that. You know, uh, I've gotten those checks before too, and everything that he got last year. Yeah, well, yeah, what yeah, about yeah. inflation? That's a great <laughs> joke. He's very quick. Like the dialogue for Preston is actually very witty and very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's obviously a smart kid, uh, but, but also just kind of not popular i guess you know um when quigley though goes into the bank that's when we get that background a little bit Mm -hmm. of like you know i saw you on the stand and you pointed at me and you you know they locked me up or whatever it was and he's surprised to see him by the way what the fuck kind of name is quigley for a bad guy (laughs) (laughs) carl quigley it couldn't have been it couldn't have been like yeah carl quigley right that like it couldn't have been something fucking cool like like womack or like (laughs) (laughs) fucking McAllister or carl berenson's coming back into town damn no quigley shit shit, it's carl travers oh god like you couldn't have something like cool like uh, you're just no it's quigley oh quigley yeah it really strikes fear into the hearts of bankers everywhere (laughs) and so it really for some reason that really upset me but and same with that the term Biederman. Like that's oh, God. That's the worst fucking name. <laughs> did Biederman. So, so Biederman. you did you did say they kind of gave a little background, but I also yeah. don't I still don't understand why Quigley had this power over Biederman to be like, you're gonna fucking do this. Yeah. I mean, just it, other yeah. than just being a bad guy, I mean like I know where your family lives and stuff him, like that. And that's yeah, I guess that's kind of what he alludes to. It seemed like right. he was like in his trial or something like that. He was. And he was like really, on the stand or something like that. I was that. under oath. Yeah, I was, yeah. But even like Biederman, Biederman clearly is not on the right side of the law because he's under investigation for money yeah, laundering, right. which is why the FBI is after him. But like, couldn't he have just like the minute Quigley left, he could be like, hello, uh, cops. Um, I got I, great news. I, I got great news for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I will help you out with this. Got a if hot you, tip. I got, I, you got a guy that escaped jail and he's got a million dollars and he's coming in tomorrow. Yeah. Exonerate uh, me and exonerate we're, we're, me we're, we're good. good. How, how, how hard is that? It, I mean, he said, no, I'm going to commit more <laughs> illegal things just to help this guy out. Movie's over and it was just called blank check because of the check he got from his grandma. That was that's it. That's it. <laughs> Learned a valuable lesson. There we go. <laughs> it's actually a really good idea. Do you think, do you think Preston, 
uh, what's his name? Who plays Preston? Brian Bosnell. Brian Boswell. Yeah, I think that's what Brian, he is. Brian Bronsel. Sorry. Bronsel. Do you think? Bronsel, yeah. Bronsel. Do you think he's a good actor? Because I, I think, yeah, I think he does a very good job. He's just got a unique persona in the movie, and. Um, and I think he is kind of smart in the way he delivers his lines. But my it, biggest thing was like he's so quiet. Yes, every like he barely talks so loud on anything that. he says. Yes, I don't know if that was a direction that the director was like, "Hey, you just got to be really quiet," or if he just maybe that's just how he was as a kid because he didn't do this. Kid got into like tons of trouble with the law. A he's lot. got like neck tattoos and shit. Yeah, this was pretty much the last thing he did. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if he turned into sort of like a famous kid actor icon when this came out. And then he just sort of disappeared and went off the he, deep end kind of a thing. I know. I like, I saw, I saw like a, a mini documentary on him and it said like he got in trouble with the law a lot and was into drugs and, and punk rock. Don't ever listen to punk no, rock. We've, we've established this on the show. Metal and punk rock. You don't want to do it because it'll ruin your life. Jazz only. That yes. way you just become poor and not a degenerate. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it seems like, it seemed like he had a kind of a, a, a tragic kind of life trajectory, but it, it seems like he's on the right track now. Uh, fortunately, cause he's got like a kid and a wife and he's doing really well. Oh, that's is, good. Is what I saw um but yeah i Came agree like with you musician yeah and stuff. yeah yeah um i agree with you it's i i think he's good but he you're right i don't know why every single line i'm like i'm leaning in <laughs> yeah. to try and like listen to what the fuck he has to say you know all his lines in uh in back and forth with and dialogue with other cast is is phenomenal it's it's the points where he's really kind of by himself and like kind of doing the silly stuff, the Disney silliness, yeah. you know, that's what I don't buy. But you're right. Like when he's doing stuff like his back and forth, when he goes, walks into that bank and is having that back and forth with Biederman juice. No, thanks. I'm not thirsty. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And he's just like, not thirsty. Okay. Oh, I see what you're going on here. And it's like, it is, it's really good. It's very There's funny. There's that coincidence, dude. Yeah. It's, it's all very funny. It's, and it's, it is, it's, I think he does a good job at those points. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I would like to say like the whole scene where Butch steals his check and Fucking dick man what an asshole ass kicked he needs to be run over by a car steals his check that whole scene where he like uh miguel uh uh quickly uh crashes his bike and everything like yeah. that that it's edited very well like i said like i'm i'm torn between like thinking this is kind of a well-directed movie and it's just like such a cheesy montage of just toys right, that they right. got because the the whole the whole scene where he's like leading up to getting crashed into by by Quigley is kind of good like all the choices and stuff like that like all the inserts of like the gas pedal yep, and like yep, the yep. turning of the ignition and stuff like that is like something that I would do and I think that's well warranted um but yeah I don't know it's I thought that was a a, a nice touch like I'm I'm torn like hard between like this being kind of a okay directed movie and, and it not be <laughs> it's just you just don't know where and it's sort of like act, Preston as an actor like sometimes yeah. he'll do something like oh that's great you and can sometimes tell, you go what yeah you can tell the director's like I I want to move the camera around and I'm like I do appreciate that yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you're like you the story you're dealing with is not that great obviously and it's just like yeah so that that's why I have to say about that well and, and he knew the movies for kids and clearly yeah. whatever choices they made made us all love it as kids 79 so, million whatever there you go 39 right mm. 79 39, you're right. 79, wow. <laughs> Damn. Damn, bro. It's almost a million. It's more than a million. All right, so Preston then uses his computer to fill out the check for himself for $1 million 
very illegal, and attempts to cash it the next day. He is taken to Biederman, who believes Preston is, a, is the associate named Juice that Quigley told him was sending. Biederman fills Preston's backpack with $1 million, and Preston leaves the bank just as the real Juice arrives for the money. Preston then uses his computer skills to purchase a mansion down the street under the name of a fake employer he created named Macintosh. After that, he goes on a spending spree after purchasing the house, including a limousine service uh, with a chauffeur named Henry, toys, gadgets, and electronics. This is the meat here, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah. this is like, this is when the movie was like, oh, fuck yeah, here we go, baby. <laughs> so so I'm, I, I'm going to kick this part off real fast because I've got a couple of questions. I've got a couple of facts and figures for you I'm guys. I'm so ready because I'm too. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So a uh, million dollars, right? Because you guys know me and my bullshit about uh-huh. what was it worth back then? Yes. So to keep things simple and to ca- stop spewing like numbers at you this entire time, the inflation rate or the amount difference of the dollar 80%. Okay. Basically 80 80.4% was the increase of the dollar. I am falling from asleep here to now. Yeah, <laughs> you get so me, bored. right? A million dollars aka a million dollars then it'd be worth 1.8 million dollars now. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. So okay. damn near a doubling. Okay. Okay. Sure. Which he could have used that extra 800,000. Totally <laughs> he he really could have used that. <laughs> and and so just to give you an idea basically anything that we hear from now on is yeah. like 80% increase. Okay. That's what it okay. is. Okay. okay. And I'll, 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 fa- I'll fit in a few more things. Okay. Now here's the thing. He gets this million dollars and he runs out the door and he's like, he sees the house and then he sees that. Well, now I have to defer to my professional friend, Mike Schulte. I'm yes. a, a real estate agent. You guys. Yes. And I have <laughs> to say, problems. I have to, <laughs> to say, I have to say, okay, so, uh, feed me the reality of this situation. And, uh, did he, they just, did they just not care about paperwork back then? And in, in 94, everything I have, about- a, I have a note here just before you get to it, Mike, <laughs> Mike please explain this to me. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So, so they, they, the sellers have a guy yeah. sitting here offering to pay 150000 which, by the way, that's, even in 1994, that would be worth a it's million a castle. It's, it's a castle. It's a castle. $150,000. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez owns it. Yes. So he's there. He's got the cash. He is a, an actual buyer. There'd still be a little bit of paperwork. We'd make some sort of an agreement, but he's there. We know who he is. It's a handshake. We've got the stuff here. Then a computervised monster voice calls. <laughs> That has a very long, they go, they go, how much money would you like to offer? Dead silence for probably 30 seconds while he types. They can hear typing on a keyboard and then it goes, (laughs) Hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. So, so many red flags, right? Yeah. What's with your voice, pal? Uh, I have <laughs> sore throatitis. Yes. Aha. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Like, and, I mean, that's bad. And then, like, they don't even ask his first name. They just they go, "Oh, his name's Macintosh." They don't. I mean, you want a you want a letter showing that you have this money, right? You want to know. You do not shove a man that has cash out the door because there's a computer voice going on right now. I mean, it's insanity to me too. Like in Preston is a 12 year old. He even like says at one point he goes 180,000, no closing costs. Like what, how do you know what closing costs are? Yeah, Preston? I don't. And, yeah. And you're doing a cash deal. There is no closing costs. So like, what are you, the seller doesn't have any, what, yeah. what are you talking yeah, about? What here? the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 
No, that that would be the worst decision anyone has ever made to accept a cash offer from a computerized monster voice. <laughs> well, and you know nothing about. Obviously, this real estate agent must be just the dumbest lady on earth because not only that, but then she's like shoveling all this money out onto the desk at the bank at Shea later yes, on. Yes, yeah, that was her. Looking at marked bills, FBI bills, apparently, yes. and it's like you just lost all that money, anyways, lady. Right? Isn't that yeah. what, how that would work? It would, and, it's but not why, like an insurance on but that he money. But cle- he cleaned the money, though. Wait a minute. No, they did. They Isn't cleaned the money. It's fucked, so that's wrong. They yeah. shouldn't have been FBI marks <laughs> on it. shouldn't have been on FBI it. on that money. Unless there was some, they were like scamming and... Isn't that fucked? So like, like there's there's your continuity mess again. Like what? Biederman was supposed to clean this money for Quigley. Uh, I can't call him Quigley. He's supposed Carl. to clean this for for McAllister, Womack, <laughs> and uh, and he was supposed to he's supposed to he's supposed to clean this money for Womack, and then he's supposed to he he is supposed to have this money ready for Juice Tone Lock like later on the, the next day. Lock, please. Tone Loke, bro. Tone Loke. Okay, got it. <laughs> Tone Loke. Tone Loke. I, I gave it one time. I, know, I, 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 I can't, can't let it pass. I, that's can't fine. I heard you guys say it earlier. I wanted to see if he'd call me out on it. Um, Good move. So, Tone Loke. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, he's supposed to save this money for him, right? And then he's was he in on it? Like, did he plant this? Like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. I don't understand. It, it, it not much of it makes sense, uh, and and like why was the real estate agent holding on to the cash? Yes, why did she, she should have given it directly to the old people sellers? Yeah, exactly. How did how did why she just also has a backpack that yeah. she puts money into, or like what? I don't understand, dude. So I I got another thing. I got okay. another thing to explain to you. Uh, so Carl brings one million dollars in hundred dollar bills. Okay. It's in a briefcase. If if you had $1 million in $100 bills, it would be a stack of money one foot by one foot, six inches tall, 22 pounds. So it's basically a briefcase, right? Okay. However, when uh, Biederman is now pulling the, the, the cleaned money out of the safe, they were like $20, $10, and $5 bills. Yep. So let's just go ahead and say they averaged out they were $10 bills. Okay. Right? Uh, as opposed to 100. So, $1 million in $10 bills would be a stack 10 feet by 10 feet by 5 feet tall, weighing 220 pounds. Oh, so, a football field. 10 feet <laughs> by 10 feet. That is this room, 5 feet tall. That is how much you would, ha- how many bills you would have. That's 220 pounds, and they and they like expected all of that to go into Preston's back. backpack. Yeah, yeah, in his backpack. Like best case scenario, you cut that in half. It's 20 bills. Twenty. Yeah, let's say bills. it's 20. It, cut it in you, half, and then you just cut it in half. That's still 110 pounds worth of cash, and and, and five by five. Five by five, two and a half feet tall. At best, you know. So yeah. That's so fucked. all this money Continuity, talk, baby. All this money talk has my brain literally just melting, and I just I'm trying I'm trying not to fall asleep with all this bullshit. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I hope the audience is with me, but, um, tone Loke, yeah. wow thing. <laughs> if you listen last week, boys and girls, yeah. um, he was featured prominently in uncle Buck. Yes, he was. Um, yeah, and what a wonderful, what a, what a, what a, wonder, what a wonderful performer he is in this movie. Uh, yet another, on top of Miguel Ferreira and James Rebhorn, I think I think he's kind of like a highlight in this. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to um, Henry here in a bit, but uh, just another just another performer that I like. I th- I think is uh, actually like really good. Um, even even as kid standards, like I'm like, yeah, he's funny. He's funny. He's he's, he's got doing a cool the jokes. voice. Yeah, cool voice. Uh, but even today, I'm just like, he's 
He's good. Well, and he's he's got that good presence. Like when he walk, he just strolls into oh, Beyonce's yeah. office and he puts his feet Sexual up on harassment <laughs> at some point too. A little weird there. Well, yeah, oh god, yeah. Like in the well, hallway. Look, keep what we have. Oh, here. Damn, god. girl, what are you doing, little boy? You like you messing up a good view like that? Yeah. You're just like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, but but he has that kind of like intimidation factor down really well. Like, look, I don't know anything about the chicken being in the pan. Or <laughs> the, the eagle being in the nest and this, uh, 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 <laughs> like, like wiping his nose. It's like, want you give me a million like, dollars? Just cash me, this check. I'll be right. on my way, and I'll be on my way. And it's just like, wait a second. And I love it when it kind of comes over Biederman. His his little performance uh, right there, and his freak out is, yeah. is pretty pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I do, so, yeah. uh, I do, I do like also. I when when Preston gets back to his house finally with the with the money. And has bought the house already, yep. which is like which goes for three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. So we'll subtract that from a million, right? Off the it's bat. it's a lot. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah. And like to me, I'm just like, ooh, that hurts. You know, like his mom was like, make that two. You know, and then he goes to three hundred or whatever. Um, you killing me on this deal, mom. <laughs> the the scene where he is throwing the money up in the air yep. and just kind of like on his bed and everything like that. Every time my brother and I got our allowance, we would, would do, you that. do that. <laughs> it was like from this movie, we're just like, yes, let's do that. And it felt so good. Even though he had millions of dollars, we had tens of dollars. It, but it's all about the denomination of the bills, man. If, there, if you have like, would you rather have one $100 bill or $101 exactly. bills, bro? That's exactly. What I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Before we before we take off of that, I first of all I, I hated the old lady bank teller then. I hate her now. <laughs> Fuck oh, that lady. Oh yeah. Dude, but like, why? Imagine you're imagine you're the president of a bank. Fucking mama for telly there dude, just at the right? fucking bank. Like yeah, it was terrible. Dude, imagine you're the president of a bank and uh, a, a lady that clearly you hate that has been working <laughs> there for forty years brings in an eleven year old kid, takes the time to leave the floor, <laughs> right. to bring an eleven year old kid to you. To be like, look at what this kid brought. He brought in a forged check, a oh, million dollar check. It's like it's a fuck. Just get him out of here. Yes. It's a fucking not real. Call the cops or get him out of here. What do you want to do? That simple. It, but she like takes the time to like be like, you wouldn't believe what this kid did. <laughs> I know you're busy and all, but you need to look at this. One hundred percent. I completely agree with you. And that's exactly what I thought the whole time. And then and he even says it's it's just like Miss Udowitz like. Are we busy out there? It's all oh, we're swamped. It's like, then I think you need to get fucked back there. It's like, he would have said that a long time <laughs> yes, ago. Yeah. And like, again, here's our coincidence, our brilliant coincidence yep. of having a million dollar check walk in. Wow. Why is Juice going to bring him a check for the million dollars? Yeah. He burns the check anyways. Just show up. Yeah. You, you're just going to show I'm up juice. and get, get the money. Like, you, oh yeah, you're going to cash this check for me. And it's like, no. No bank is going to cash you a million dollar check. In fact, we don't <laughs> want a paper trail of this at yeah, all. Yeah. In in fact, like even even if you like were to bring us like even like a, a tenth of this amount, we'd have a hold on it for five business days. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Like, don't even uh, try this. No. Yeah. It's bullshit. So I was actually wondering as I watched this, I'm like, man, he, you know, he like was an artist. Mm-hmm. He did music. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, he was in a lot of movies. Like what was his timeline? So he put out two studio albums. The first one being a major, huge success. Mm-hmm. Second one being a bit of a flop. Then he literally just completely stopped recording music and decided he was going to be an actor. And he went on to amazing roles Surf Ninjas. Yep. Remember, he was in Surf oh, Ninjas. Yeah. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. Uh-huh. And then, obviously, Blank Check. Like, I mean, that's kind of crazy. He b- did become a bit of a, 
of an acting household name there for a while. He's, he's not going to he's not going to being leading role in a movie or anything, no, no, but and did you catch like all of his terrible shirts he wore in the movie? I love them. Oh, <laughs> Thinking the about license plate, my, the license plate shirt. Like, <laughs> you think it had all fifty on there? You yeah. think that was kind of the thing? Oh, yeah, it had to have all fifty on yeah, there. Like that's definitely a novelty, like Tommy Bahama shirt, like that he got. <laughs> it's somewhere in Texas. Well, it's weird to see him on Route sixty six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What the, what, like he's somewhere. such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful performer. Wonderful performer. Wonderful performer. Then it's kind of like O.J. Simpson. And his movie roles and, and Naked Gun and everything like that. And it's weird that it's a coincidence that it's his name is Juice in this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just saying. The only difference is Tone Loke did not kill anybody. Uh, that we know of. <laughs> well, true. Yeah. You right. You right. Huh. Investigate that. <laughs> I think I need to, you know, she's been introduced at this point. And I, I know there might be some controversy along this, uh, along the lines of uh, a simple statement as this. But Shay Stanley can get it. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think you, she were, can you, get it. were you? Were uh, you? She can I get I it. I thought she was into I, not all of it. But <laughs> wait, wait. Like, what can she get? Wait, hold on. What are you, you saying? Like, I was like, you know, she's she's tracked. <laughs> she can get it. Huh, she AJ? can get it. No, but then, but me thinking, what's she gonna get? You know, what she's gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Apparently, she's FBI. She can get whatever she wants. Yes. Some candy or <laughs> Karen, Karen, Karen Duffy is a very attractive woman. You get it. Very yeah, attractive. The haircut doesn't 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 hold up. I dig it. I had no problems at the time. What do they call um, that a bob? Or what do they call know, that? Bob? It's, no, that's now, a burrito. It's now properly referred to as the Karen. But it's, it, you know, back then I was like, you know, okay, all right. The Karen. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Her name was Karen. Yeah, the weird. <laughs> but yes, I, you know, I was like, hey, you know, she's attractive. So she's very attractive. Uh, I don't know what her type is, <laughs> and I don't really oh, care no. to know, but um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'm her type right now, Being me being a 29-year-old male. The character's type. That's right. Shea Stanley's okay, type. That's right. Okay, okay. She, yeah. uh, she's just very charming. She, like she She. You can tell why Preston right. was taken with her, because she's Correct. just extremely nice. Yeah. She's maybe the only adult that like treats Preston yeah. with a decency. Yeah, that's right. true. And like, yeah, it was kind of weird, though, when he's like... Staring at her cross-eyed, she's like, "Can you see okay?" Yeah. <laughs> it is like a meet cute though, and then, and it's yeah. it's set up from sh- shot one. Like yeah. their their meeting is is like when he walk sees her walking motion. into the thing. It's just like he's eleven though. Mm-hmm. Like you can see like replace Tom Hanks as like a, a younger like eighteen to twenty year old, and like seeing her walk in like. Absolutely, but an eleven-year-old, no, no. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing here? And we we keep going with it. They keep riding this, and like, like to be honest, yeah, it's just like, why is there this chemistry that's happening? I don't like it, and you're <laughs> yeah. fueling it, Shay. But, I'll see you next time. <laughs> but did you, as a child, did you see? Did you feel weird about this at all? No, it, no, I felt not. nothing wrong with no, this. No, I thought I was going to marry Julia Roberts. Yeah, I was like, lucky dog. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's yeah. hope for me. Yeah. The when the bank teller at my bank, I'm just gonna go after her next time. There mm-hmm. you go. It's, it's like I, I guess that's just uh, this is just how it works when I'm this age and I can have anybody. Yeah. Well, and then like when you would go to your bank teller and be like, "Hey, girl, hey," she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" They'd throw get the, the, like, the free here. suckers at you and be like, "Hope you get the fuck out." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be like, "Oh, oh, look at you! Yeah. Wow, look at you! Oh, wow!" 
Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have any money. Oh, $200. Yeah. By the way, $200 would be worth 360 Thank you, bro. So there it is. And that seems a little steep to open an account. Let's I just be honest. It's Literally normally steep. what, 25 bucks? I think, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like minimum. And, and you have to keep a $5 minimum in the fucking yeah. free checking. Come <laughs> yeah. on now. Like, what the fuck bank on, are we guys. working with here? There's got to be other banks in town Preston could go to. That there has too. to be. He's got to shop this around a little bit, you know? All right, so scene four, we learn that Shay Stanley is an undercover FBI agent who is investigating Biederman for murder laundering. Murder laundering. <laughs> she seeks out Preston and his employer, Mr. McIntosh, for more information. Wanting to meet McIntosh, Preston cons her into going on a business date with him. Quigley and Biederman find out who Preston is and begin trying to find him, including a close call on the date, as well as riding his bike in the park. I think the best part of the movie is Henry. Uh... Yes, one he was the, amazing. One of like such a he actually recently kind of died. Kind of died. He did die. <laughs> he he kind of died. He was in that priest. <laughs> the pre-funeral home. The pre- pre-funeral that, that makes stage. me sad to know he died. Yeah, yeah. he uh, the burbs uh, in this movie. Uh, he's spaceballs. 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 Day. Yeah, he was in Encino Man too. Yes, yeah. like he he was just kind of the B guy. You know, like yep. he never really was the leading role. Such a standout in the burbs and and oh, I God. think. I think in this, like, do they know that we know that they know that I, that, that I know like that, that's from the birds. We'll get to that movie, but he's one of those guys that like, I always make this assimilation of like who I'd want to see as like, I don't know, per, play like brothers or family or like cousins or something in a movie. And since we just did uncle buck, I want to see him and John candy oh, in a, in a oh, role wow. together playing a buddy cop movie. Wow. Some, like, bumbling con men. Yes. Something like that, that I would love to see these guys go back and forth on. I think they would do brilliant yeah. together. Mm-hmm. And like, you say like, oh yeah, they're like, my, this, is, this is my cousin Joe, you know, or something like that. To have them have like that, like family connection, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. And you, you can tell that I think the director uh, could tell like he, what, what he had on his hands pretty much. Like this guy being kind of like an expert improv kind of guy. Uh, he does, he, it looks like he lets him just like spew out jokes he, he's like he's doing an like an improv bit yep. with uh preston uh in between these montages of buying toys yep. you know and it, he just lets him go at it and it, it looks like it kind of seems like it goes a little too far but that's my kind of inkling of like the director just like just go with it and we'll, we'll keep it because you're entertaining and funny yeah you know uh and i appreciate that about it and i appreciate the director kind of knowing what he had because he's a wonderful 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 performer performer great so yeah, Rick, Rick Duckerman, Duckerman, Rick, Rick, Rick Duckerman, Duckerman. Yeah, it, it's it's one of the guys that you know you know him immediately when you see him, but you yep. just don't know his name. Yeah, it's, it's just was never that famous to where you're. Oh yeah, that guy, I know his name. Did yeah. you know that you could get rubber made tubs of ice cream? No, but um, they're like mini trash cans too. Like yeah. you know, they look like trash cans, but they were smaller. I I, I never knew. It definitely seems like something that you could do at like a like it's like a like a gimmick or like a specialty thing yeah. that you can do. You and you and your fifteen friends, right? Like <laughs> you come on in and get get a trash bin of Kagandas. You know what K- I mean? Kagandash, Kagandash, and like <laughs> I, I feel like that is like definitely like a gimmicky thing that yeah. Like, but it's like it's like the foot or the three foot sub or something from Subway. Yeah. But you can't just get it off the bat like that. You gotta <laughs> fucking pre-order that shit, you know. Shit. I, uh, th- I mean, this this is our first inkling of the just all of the montages in this yeah. movie of, of shopping, and I don't know. I wish I wish I could find like the motivation 
with this movie. Like it seems like this movie was paid for and bought by all of these toys. Totally. 100% because totally, they're featured prominently throughout the entire movie, which is eye candy for a kid. Oh God. You know, yeah. it, this is the reason we're doing this movie is, is all of these scenes like the, Huge uh, boxing gloves and everything. Um, The Velcro bouncy wall that you like Velcroed yourself onto. Mm -hmm. Fucking batting cages. A Mm go-kart track. What? Fucking water slide out of the house. Uh, Virtual reality. Yeah. Stand-up arcade games. The boxing game, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Like all the top of the line stuff. Mm -hmm. Every single thing that he had was something that we're all like, wait, what? Yeah. They have that? that? Yeah. I, I fucking want it yeah okay i'm gonna ask you i have one what what's uh what's what was the best thing that he had and the worst thing that he had do you want me to go first so also our, the new segment of, of the show oh what, the what props you, dude what, what prop do you want from this movie there you go okay so then let, let's start on props um what prop do i want from this movie i want <laughs> i want <laughs> that is hard i want the, i can have whatever i want right I whatever i want the go-kart and the go-kart track okay that's what i want I think that's a good one. I fucking want that. Um, Sean? I I mean, since so, so being memorabilia, like, I want, I think I want the Macintosh computer just because oh. it's it's like, this is the Macintosh from Blank Check. Yes. You know? yeah. Out of all the toys and everything like that, of course I want all those, but as an adult right now, I want that Mac. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've got to say... Tone Loke shirt. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Uh, oh, no. Shit. Uh, Shay Stanley's red dress. You right. Uh, <laughs> you right. <laughs> on the floor. Never mind. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> Sorry. That was uh, my fault. Uh, yeah. You can't set him up like that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, uh, man, this might be a reoccurring theme for me. I want the house. Damn, okay, so I, I see what you're saying. And if anything, I guess out of that, then maybe the the, the water slide from an office. I want to sign my documents and then just go <laughs> right into a pool. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's every kid's dream. Right. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. But the worst toy the worst of all toy. that he had mm-hmm. was the, the spinny, like gyro thing like where you you, you hang mm-hmm. on to it exactly was it three times spins you around like there's no reason to have that what was yeah. it for we don't need that just just to disorientate you yeah yeah it's really fun just get on there and uh, we're spinning you around mm-hmm. and uh, just spin around i guess that was fun I, moving on i would moving I would, along i would have to say that i think the worst one is is the atmosphere ball he had yeah. because <laughs> oh, it didn't yeah. have any safety cage no. and the moment that you put one thing oh, outside no. of that, think about rolling over your fingers or oh, your toes or your ankle or anything you're done man. dude you're you're screwed i don't think they thing. ever pr- produced that as a that, toy you could buy that is insanely dangerous they tested <laughs> it out on this movie and like, someone lost their fingers think, think about like that this shows up later on and somebody just happens to be in that thing Ugh. and you're like there's no way he knows to just put his hands and feet in the right place he's no. not even he's not even strapped into this thing are you kidding me there has to be a seatbelt. get out of here i need to talk about the music and how fucking atrocious it is <laughs> Uh, the cover of Money by I think it's the Eiley Brothers. Uh, I think it's Eiley Brothers. Oh, yeah. Um, and it, it's just the it's just the nineties like ah oh, yeah. And then, and then the WCW guitars in the background, and then and then the Latin piano out of nowhere. Like what the fuck are we doing? Like and which, which one do you think's worse, that song or the? 
kid power from Three Ninjas. Dude, oh, yeah. I don't know. It all I think shows up on PBS essentially. They eventually, were, they were created from the same toxic waste. They might I believe. Have been the same song. <laughs> oh my god! Like I just, it's the the worst thing about this movie. On top of Three Ninjas, I think is the music. Yeah, you're right. And it makes. I mean, I know it's '90s and everything like that, but that you know what I'm talking about? That WCW Nitro totally. on exactly. PlayStation or yeah. like Sega or something like that. That right. guitar, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, well, wasn't one of the songs one of the montage songs was I Want Candy? Yes. Yeah. Which is like you Classic. can't. Make a 90s movie without having an I Want Candy montage. Right. It's the most overused song in the history of movies, in my opinion. Absolutely. Not to move off of music prematurely or anything like that. However, he uh, he did have an entire wall of tube TVs. There was Preston oh, a bad shit. guy, or for, foreshadowing that Macintosh is a bad guy. You Whoa. know that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Does Preston See? turn into Shredder? Does Preston turn into Shredder? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking just the questions that we need answers is, to. Is Henry the most humanized goon of them all? Is he? Oh. Is he? I think he might be the limo driver. He come on. He's like this is set up for a super villain. You are right. You are right. And I, I'm just saying. I think that the tube TVs might have had some foreshadowing in this. Okay. But um, but you're right. If I had to take it back to Henry, uh, he is. He, I love his character so much because at the same time, it's like the guy just wants to get paid. Yep. Just like any goon. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just wants to get paid. But if you you hear throughout the whole thing, like the whole time, he's just like, Yeah, so why does uh why 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 are you spending all Macintosh's yeah. money? Like why are you doing this? I'm glad we're getting to this. It's yeah. like it's like he kinda is getting it. He's kinda like or he's yes. kinda like he, saying, fa- he knows. He sums up. Here, I think he right? knows. Okay. Because Preston's excuse is, well, Macintosh, he never really had a childhood, and he's kind of, you know, letting me experience his childhood, like, uh, vicariously through me, you know, and it's like... What? Okay. Okay. So he's Michael Jacksoning you. Got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sounds good. One hundred percent. You know. Dude. You're like okay, great. So you're just like you're. He's like never, never landing you that kind of a vibe. Absolutely. See? Wow. So then. Henry's cool with it. He's like, all right. <laughs> that was the cool scariest thing. Because right. it's like, eh, but he did buy me a pretty cool watch. Yeah. So look at this fucking watch. You picture that Henry has a wife and kids and he goes home and, and she's like, how was your day? He's like, I've just been literally taking a kid around and eating garbage things of ice cream. I think and- he lives in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. He's going to he's going to meet Buck at the bowling alley. Oh, shit. <laughs> when he's saying, oh, no, some friends just called me. I got to go hang out with them. I can drop you one of your friends' places. And he was going to hang out with Buck. Absolutely. <laughs> Damn, that's actually a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we got to at least talk about the date, right? Like everything Do about we have to, it's a we date. have to everything. <laughs> she it's says a it's a date. date. She said it was a date. Yeah. Everything about <laughs> it is just so awkward. Uh, like the, the dinner and then they leave and then they're running through the fountains. And even like, even when they finally get into the limo, like we already alluded to it, <laughs> they're soaking wet yeah. and like, she's got her legs crossed and yeah. she gi- is a giant over him yeah. and she just <laughs> nonchalantly just, Looking out the window, yeah, I got to work tomorrow, and uh, it's just everything so fucking awkward. It is, but I, I didn't pick up on it as a kid. No, and the 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 day the, like when they get to like the lobster restaurant or whatever the fuck it is, yeah, it's it's kind of funny, and he buys her that necklace, which is not funny, <laughs> and then like the slapstick kind of he falls and he's like. 
I love hamburgers. <laughs> the way she says, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? Oh and then, and then we get to the fountain scene, and the director's like, yeah, this is a sex scene. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna shoot it like a sex scene. Slow mo, slow motion, hugging, hugging each other, and stuff. like dancing a little bit with the. But like on top of all that, it is disturbing. I wanted to do that so bad as a kid. Yeah, of course, I wanted to be in that fountain. But I don't know, like, if you're gonna. <laughs> be happy bringing a date. If your date's gonna be happy, if you bring her to a fountain that shoots water straight up her fucking vagina, <laughs> oh, I don't know if she's gonna be that happy. Like this so might be a new dress. <laughs> yeah, it ruined that dress. Yeah. I mean, that's it's like satin or something. Like you know, it's like that's done for. It's the nineties. Yeah, and, and there's there's just a crowd of other people standing around going, oh, "Good man, job, that was, that was dope. What a performance!" Because oh because it's the it's the like the cliche scene of of the couple taking over the dance floor and then everyone like kind of circling around them being like yes yeah that was good that's our main characters well, right there job. they're gonna fuck later and and but <laughs> where <we're, laughs> well no he's he's not <laughs> saying this movie he's saying that the other movies were <laughs> right. the main that's characters. what the director shoots it yes. like well well and and by the way where's the security guard to say <laughs> to, <laughs> to say hey this isn't a fucking game it's a goddamn water show get out of here you don't run through the fountains of the Bellagio you're ruining you, this you, you're like what are you doing we're gonna have to repair that and clean oh, that up damn. tomorrow your high heel stepped over the lights <laughs> you broke it you put the lights out damn it in fact I think that was Henry's last <laughs> job before he became a limo driver because he, you see him sitting over there he's just like fuck yeah, this he's, yeah he's, yeah, okay, he's I'm like not yeah, dealing, I'm not, I'm not dealing, dealing with, this. with this I don't know where the other guy is yeah. he's, he's not coming not my job Sean you, Sean, you, are, exa- you are absolutely right if this is any other movie in the 90s and Preston is a 30 year old man an adult <laughs> they immediately segue from from the fountain scene to the to the sex scene yeah, yeah. That, that that is what Gotta happens get you out of these wet clothes yeah uh, exactly yeah. <laughs> but and but maybe that's what gets so awkward about it is then they're in the limo and he's like can't stop staring at her yeah. it's like so when are we going to do the thing that adults are supposed to do yeah. like Preston, what's the end game here yeah Preston? what does he want that, that is a great question. Preston's, Preston's longing looks at her are yes. just as bad as anything else in this. You're just like, well, you got to stop, right kid. you got to stop, kid. Like It's, it's really And, and Henry is totally cool with this. Yeah, well, why? You're, you're chauffeuring this, this date rape. Henry, Henry, motion. Put up, Henry put up the, the, the barrier in the, in the, <laughs> he, he, he's like, I'm getting paid. I don't know. I don't know what's he, going on. He back put there. the barrier up in the middle of that limo. He's like, I can't deal with this. I can't oh do it. Think, think of Henry humanize the goons guys. Henry has Wait, to go is Henry home. A goon or can we, are we really going to do this? He's, he's kind of a goon. Okay. But he's, he's a nice goon. <laughs> yes, and he is a he's nice the goon. most humanized goon as, as you say, because, and, and the reason he is, is because he is, he's getting paid to do this job like that's for this guy and it's like the, just carting this kid around he is because think of henry having to go home like i say maybe he's got a girlfriend at home in their apartment and he's just like oh i was working he's like i don't know <laughs> actually don't know the money's still coming in though it's like, cash I, I gotta kind of play this out and the money's really good but i'm just i'm really conflicted morally so yeah henry came home last night he just kind of jumped straight into the shower and i think he, he yeah. left it on cold and just kind of yeah. curled up and didn't even yeah. wash his body at yeah. all he, yeah, i think he was crying he did the ace ventura finkel and iron orange shower scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> i'm telling you man like, i just think i just think that's that's probably what has going on with henry's life outside of this so well let's get away from that for okay. a little bit we'll have to come back to we it because there's to more to but i i also had some problems with this scene like when preston's getting chased through the park yeah. by the car first of all he kept saying your butt is mine he kept yelling that yeah <sighs> your butt is mine kid 
But anyway, like how how does a car drive through a crowded park? crash onto the top of other cars and then they all just get away yeah. like how did they get the car off the car without other cops coming did they just leave that car there and they said no big deal we're just gonna move along uh i couldn't understand some when, of that when stuff they, well, when the fbi crash. is way too busy trying to <laughs> catch a fake person yeah <laughs> well they were they were trying to go after biederman and and quickly but then <laughs> yeah. they're like well, this macintosh guy this doesn't raise any eyebrows that they just caused like literally like thousands of dollars worth of damage to vehicles almost like killing Parker. people yeah you know that's not a big deal there meanwhile there's this fountain being trampled upon and we got to figure <laughs> what the hell's going on with that yeah we got <laughs> isn't that when uh, who, who's uh, who's the who's our bag who's quigley who plays quigley Miguel Ferreira. So I, I think that's one of the scenes where that kid comes up and goes, hey, mister, you know where the refreshment stands are? And he goes, no. And he popped <laughs> with a cigar. cigar Bob's so a balloon. Good. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. I did not remember that. Oh that made me God. laugh so hard. Like, he's a really good bad guy. He is. Yeah. Um, he, he is such a good bad guy. I I did completely forget about this. Preston gets all of his dating advice from Henry. Yes. And I have to say, I as a kid, I got all of my dating advice from, from Henry. Henry? <laughs> <laughs> because cause, cause he, he says things like, he's like, oh, this is the ba- I'm the babe meister. He's like, I get, it's just like, that's, you know what they call me? I'm the babe meister. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, look at this body. Look at this body. Uh-huh. So I believe like, you know, that's what ladies want, you know, that body. He's like, you're, you're Python. Ladies want to feel protected. You know what I mean? They, they want to be, you know, you're, you're, you're built like you're rock solid, but we're going to get you chiseled. It's just like keeps bullshitting him. The, you know, <laughs> that starts some, the other montage, puts, doesn't put it? Put some baggies into your pockets. He's like, you know, take a little bit of home for later. Cause it doesn't say all you can eat here. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh. Oh, women love that. Women love women that. Women love that. <laughs> you, get, you get homie pull out some chicken wings? <laughs> chicken okay. wings for later? <laughs> All right, so theory, Henry is purposely trying to give him bad advice so that he fucks up so then he can go after Shay. Oh, yeah, yeah. There okay. it is. Okay, yeah. Because oh. none of that advice is good. <laughs> none of it. Yeah, because in the, in the previous scene where, where they, uh, they, they randomly see her running, yeah. looking for criminals. Right. Some f- reason, somehow. Yeah. They, they leave. Well, she he, lives on this block. He's like, like, what the fuck? like, do you need a ride? She's like, no, thanks. I, I need to work out. I need to lose some pounds. He's like, not for where I'm sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Henry screams like it at her. She couldn't hear that? She didn't <laughs> hear that through the roof. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, hey, all it takes, you just you get yourself a new haircut, new clothes, new car, and uh, <laughs> learn to say words like noncommittal. You're in. <laughs> God so damn it. All right, well, let's end this thing. So we got a we got a big meaty ending here. We got Preston throws an expensive birthday party for himself and Macintosh. At the party, Preston learns that he has already spent the full one million dollars and can't pay for the party. The planner shuts the party down, leaving Preston alone in the empty house. Quigley, Biederman, and Juice arrive and demand Preston return the money, only to find out Preston has spent all of it. Those are IOUs, sir. <laughs> the FBI shows up with Shay in time to save Preston. Quigley announces that he is Macintosh, thinking that assuming the false identity would grant him a new life, he was seeking after escaping prison. However, the FBI arrests Quigley for numerous crimes they intended to charge Macintosh, <laughs> along with Biederman and Juice as accomplices. Preston says goodbye to Shay and Henry before returning to his family to celebrate his birthday, now understanding that money can't buy happiness and that his family is what matters the most. Yvonne. Uh, Mr. Preston. Mr. Preston, I need some money here. I'm Pre- gonna- Preston, Preston, turn this thing off. Get this thing off of here. It's bad. Like, she uh, is a force to be reckoned yes, with. It, yeah, it's it's pretty rough to watch. Uh, uh, and Yvonne, 
that name is just yeah. like synonymous with torture for me. Is the the voice and the everything is just ah. Yvonne, it's it's Preston. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Whatever. It's, it is so. Terrible. And she just starts reaching in there and grabbing all the money uh, and shit. Somebody could just rip you right off. It's like yeah, you are. That's yeah, what yeah, you're doing. You're right doing now. this. So um, great, great. Thank you, thank you so much. I know I haven't mentioned it yet, but all this, all the reasons why why Shay has been around and hanging out with Preston or trying to get in touch with Macintosh is for her job. She's a bank teller. So what does a bank teller need to do with Mr. Macintosh? What does, Correct. What is the meeting? What is the meeting? Oh, it's for business. Oh, it's just a little business gift, the, the necklace. Like, what is this business that, like, why does she need to get in touch with Macintosh for her job? There's and, no validity to that. And let's say Macintosh was real. Why would he be like, why? what do you need with me? You're the bank teller? Oh, you're a bank yeah. teller. What do you okay. need from me? I don't understand the connection here, but yeah, you, you are pretty hot. Or? So, yeah. I guess that's what we need. We, I, I bought you a necklace, apparently. I, like, <laughs> yeah. I actually have never seen you. Never. I've right. been watching from afar. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. <laughs> Fucking creepy. So, He's but, that dude, that meme dude, peeking from yeah. behind the tree, yeah. <laughs> rubbing his hands. That's Mr. McIntosh. Oh, yeah, girl. Yes. Dude, have, have, did you guys, I mean, so he, it took him six days to spend a million dollars, right? Yeah, I so can't that's, believe it. That's, that's $116,000 a day. After taking out the three hundred thousand for the house, yeah, right, one hundred sixteen thousand dollars a day. In fact, AJ, we both talked about this. Yes. There is a a screen. Right, he's got his computer program. Yes. Is like before Excel sheets were Excel sheets, you know, and he's got it up there. And so I had to yep. go back and a screenshot. It. Did, did, did you do that? I did the same thing. So so <laughs> you, you fucking pull, nerds. You talk. <laughs> you talk. You tell me what it says on there, dude. It, it has everything he spent money on. Yeah. And in fact, we'll po- we'll post this shit yeah, on yeah, the right. on the Patreon or whatever. But uh, it supposedly adds up to just under a million dollars, right? It has everything on there. It's got the house. It's got uh, it's see Plan Four Four Two. I think plan that's the house. I uh, see. See, I don't think so. Plan Four Four so? Two. I know is his dad's thing. His dad's prospectus. You know. But but why is it three hundred thousand dollars? It's I. It's it's coincidental. That it's the same amount. But that's what I took. I was like, so he's got three hundred three hundred grand into. Plan four four two, but where's the house at? There's no house expense there. But it has everything. But it has on everything there. else. Everything. Security system, video system, yeah. racetrack, batting cage, right. boxing Velcro wall. Yes. <laughs> it has everything. Date uh, dinner, necklace, flowers, miscellaneous. You know, party. Party. And it's got the hundred thousand dollars on the party there. So it, it supposedly adds up to just under a million, but of course I wanted to add it up myself. It's actually like five hundred and ninety nine thousand. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even do the math to be exactly. like, we need to make this thing add up. Just he, in case someone pauses it and tries to <laughs> Use their phone case, as a calculator. Podcast later on in yeah. 2021. Yeah, it, you know, <laughs> quite literally, 18 <laughs> years later, that 20 years later, that there that somebody's going to try to tear this apart, and we just didn't think about something that. called a podcast. <laughs> yeah, what's that? <laughs> yeah. Where but, where people just like to listen to their own voices. Like, it's, it's yeah. true though. Like even without the house in there, it doesn't add up. Like it doesn't add up at all. Like no. And so, it says round trip to Chicago. What? When did they go to Chicago? Yeah. When did they go to Chicago? Was that? Was that like the the toy spree or some shit? That's, that's what Henry. Way, it's only three hundred and seventy four dollars to get to Chicago. Dude, apparently, he he paid for Henry's flight to go see Uncle Buck. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. There are two funny lines on this. One one line says Coca Cola, Hagen Dazs, Charles Chips, Nabisco. Yep. For f- just under five thousand dollars. Then it, one says Slush Puppy Machine, seven hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> like, when did they ever have a slush puppy machine? Right. 
I, I'm trying. That's that's the most like kind of uh, horizon virtual reality. That one's thirty thirty thousand dollars. You know, nowadays you can get a, like the virtual reality kits for like you know one hundred and sixty bucks. Yeah, you can get it on your phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you're saying he didn't even spend a million dollars? Technically, well, according to his financials, which maybe is why he's so <laughs> in in the in the can for uh, this party that cost a hundred thousand dollars beyond his ten thousand dollar deposit. Yeah. What the fuck? So he didn't spend a million. Well, what, here's what I think: he, he did spend a million dollars. However, the the casting the the crew of this show was like, just I don't even care. That yeah, doesn't yeah. even need to add up. No one's ever going to take the time to add those numbers up. Yeah. Just make it look like put a bunch of fucking numbers up there yeah. and just flash something on the screen that goes nine hundred ninety nine thousand yeah. dollars. You're broke. Yeah. Uh, stupid spe- Preston. <laughs> stupid Preston. By the way, speaking of which, uh, Preston's dad walks in while this is all flashing on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Big, big, blatant flashing red le- neon lights in this blue screen, and is trying to dad. give a business proposal and <laughs> yeah. seeing the negative account on the fucking screen. Exactly. He's just like his dad wasn't like, you know, Mr. McIntosh, if you could send Preston. What? Wait a second. Oh, jeez. Holy shit. Are you broke? (laughs) (laughs) Have you paid my son? Have you? Are you even? Are you even paying him? Like, what the hell is going on here? What kind of facade is this? Show yourself, Dr. Claw. Yeah. (laughs) Turn that thing around. (laughs) I should have known you meddling kids. Oh, next time, Gadget. (laughs) Did did you guys see... so, I mean, I Sean, I know you have problems with, like, so the criminals show up, and it's basically like a full Home Alone type, uh, th- with no time to prepare any yeah. traps, is just like, oh, we're doing the Home Alone thing. And that whole scene, like, okay, so think about it. There's a giant, like, cartoon kill switch for the power of the entire place. It's like, <laughs> just, just kill the power to the entire place. It's outside. The biggest fucking switch. He, like, bought, just, that, he bought that like switch from Acme. City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Acme the, yeah. Then they have a virtual reality thing with Biederman where, like, he literally just can't take that off of his head. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. They choose... Yeah, then Juice thinks there's some fucking, like, baseball protective gear is just a kid. And he walks up, he's like, I gotcha. And it was just, like, baseball protective gear. Yeah. And he couldn't get out. You know, normally, like, baseball uh, batting practice guns, they shoot just in one direction. All you got to do is just kind of, like, step to the side. Maybe Maybe just lay down on the ground. You'd be just fine. Yeah. And then, and then, of course, Quigley, like for Quigley, he gets himself in that harness, which, by the way, it's for the bungee thing. It's perfectly placed. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So then he comes down, punches Quigley into the thing, but then he unharnesses himself yep. before Quigley knows what's happening. Of course. And then gets him in the thing, locks him. Then he has time to get his go-kart yep. and do like this perfectly synchronized thing to knock him into the pool, yep. which could have killed Murdered him. him. Easily, Murdered him. Yeah. But just a quick edit, just, you know. If you if you edit and then and then the cage is undone, that's all you need to do. Yeah, yeah you just saw. Oh, sorry, we didn't. It's have just a like real life. He you know? got out. Yeah, he's he's out now. Yeah, <laughs> he's fine. He's not dead. Yeah, Be- Biederman just basically has a seizure and a heart attack altogether with his low blood sugar and his sleep deprivation he's yeah. been going through. So yeah. that uh, lights out for him. Juice gets happy. Gilmore, and then <laughs> and then and then then yeah, you've you've got uh, uh, Womack going down the fucking atlasphere, getting atlasphere, <laughs> just getting atlasphere. That would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it would be terrifying. Are you kidding me? Are you imagine your fucking hands getting smashed by those oh. things. 
Um, dude, yeah, I, it's just, it's not a great setup from there on out. I was like, oh yeah, the other limo driver knows Henry really well. Apparently they go down to <laughs> Rotary every fun. Oh yeah, Henry, big guy. Why, why limo? It's like, yeah, I'm a limo driver too. We all know everybody. It's like, yeah, that's what it is. And he's like, Sean, okay. you're a truck driver. You know, yeah, all you know, know all the you know fucking Hawk and son. Yeah. So, I know them all. <laughs> They're the best. Uh, it was just, it was just, it was just like, God, they got down to the pool like super fast after they pushed juice down there. There's yep. just so much of this like bad editing that they're like, we better cram the like 40 minutes of movie into, into yep. 15. And like, this is just how we're going to do it. So. It is like, it, it, like the reviewer said, like the, the, the FBI showing up and having their all like, who's, who's who, who's who, like who's Macintosh. Yeah. It's like, I'm Macintosh. And which is a terrible decision for Quigley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're going to, you're going to sit there and, and you're, you're going to tell me that after all this is coming through and he's like, like we're the FBI, we're busting in. Where's Macintosh guns drawn. <laughs> We've got a problem with, with Macintosh. We he's don't. like, his first thought is, I am Macintosh. I want all the <laughs> and credit. It's funny how he says it. He's kind of going, yeah. Should I do it? Yeah. I, I'm Mac. I'm Macintosh. I'm, I, I'm, I'm Macintosh. <laughs> I'm Macintosh. And it's just like, really? That was your ace in the hole? Yes. There. And like, you're going to take credit for this and, and like, you just got arrested. Dude, you're fucked. So I, I had, I was trying to put this into words, but I found someone who did. Dana Schwartz at The Observer okay. said this, and I, I had to quote it because I think it's so perfect. She says, the FBI does not acknowledge that Mr. Quigley is an escaped convict or that the banker has been laundering money. This entire thing is for the mysterious Mr. McIntosh, except they have no idea who Mr. McIntosh <laughs> is because when Quigley claims to be him, the FBI is like, oh, all right, sure. Yeah, probably yep. arrest him yeah. as Mr. McIntosh, not Quigley, the escaped <laughs> convicts, because they know who Quigley is. <laughs> Like, God damn it. It's <laughs> Holy weird. shit. How how clueless is the FBI, apparently, according to this movie? It's like they don't have the fucking every feed on every single person in the goddamn world. Yeah. Like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, that guy God. sort of looks like that escaped convict, but he says he's Macintosh. We yeah. actually don't know what Macintosh looks like, so yeah. take him in. You know, oh. I just thought about this, too, because I was wondering when Preston would get arrested because yes. of all the crimes. terrible things he's in crimes. Yeah, that's they, he He lit the check on fire. Yep. There's no. There's no trace. That's right. There's no. There's nothing that shows that Preston actually had that money. And the, did there stuff are like certain that. little details that like do check out. Yeah. You know, like even even when uh, uh, Quigley's leaving the bank the first time, he uh, Biederman gives him the 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 blank checks. Yeah. And it's just like, well, there's that. There's you the know? blank checks. Mm-hmm. Boom. And, and like some stuff does work a little bit, but it's just like. <laughs> We get to this kissing scene, and it's All just... Right, so we, let's, let's oh do God, it, Sean. Here you go. Just do it, Sean. Yeah, okay. Do it, Sean. I just... <laughs> you... Um, I like making Sean go first, though. You don't want to... I don't think you're even... Why? Do you, now there's people... You don't... You don't want to make it be... It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> This is not good. Uh, and then my my big note is like they they do kiss, which is just like hot. Yeah. <laughs> and they do kiss, and she's I think she says <laughs> she says six years he'll be. She says find me in six years, he'll only be seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's, it's still wrong. It's and you're in your 40s illegal. now. Yeah. Well, it's technically it's his birthday today. So if oh, he's turning shit, 12. Yeah. Shit, yeah, dude. Uh, it was his birthday. He's uh, 12 now. You know what? You know what? The difference between yesterday and today is <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently a pedophile case. No jail time, <laughs> jail time. Is, yes, exactly. <laughs> apparently that's cool because she's FBI. <sighs> Uh, oh, we discussed this on Big, right? Yeah, because like Big was that's sort of weird, right? Essentially, Wait, yeah. This is a whole big reenactment. Go, it, go. It, right? Well, it is because like it's sort of weird. Like she had sex with a nine year old, straight up. Yeah, but she didn't know, and yeah. like he was an adult. And yeah. then they were the director made a great choice, Penny Marshall. Yes, they were going to kiss on the lips, and she said, "No, I think we should not do that." I that think I like think we should idea. kiss on the cheek. Yeah, and even that was like, eh. <laughs> and they even did go, "Well, we'll wait. For, I'll wait for you." And and then and then they went, "Well, no." Why did you hold on to my number? That yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah right. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, like we, eh. but this just went to the whole next level. She, I mean, he didn't like perk his lips or anything like that because he's 11 yeah. and hasn't kissed anybody. That was his first kiss. Yeah. It was. Oh my Karen God. Duffy. Dude. Dude. I'm like, I'm actually kind of upset. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like, it was her first kiss because too. Because this guy, <laughs> yeah. oh God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not, from, not from my looks. Yeah, yeah. Um, not from this angle. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of the trajectory of this kid's life, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know what if that had anything to do with it. I don't think it did, dude. I, I don't I don't know, but like still it's just this movie is on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, it, and I it remember is. I remember talking to you guys like that like there was a petition to get it off and like I, they didn't want like Love Simon because it was too adult. Yeah, they did get Love Simon off, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. And, and it was like a, a mostly like prominently uh, homosexual yeah. kind of relationship in that movie or, mm. or like a dude finding himself or whatever. You can't which, do that. Which whatever, you know, <laughs> but you can have a 30 to 25 to 30 year old uh, chick kissing an 11 year old boy on Disney, on Disney. Like, yeah. I don't, it's a movie, yeah. It's just, it's just it's of the time, and I, and I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna defend it, but I'm still just like, why are we do why are we doing this? <laughs> you and, know, and why is it so romantic every time they're on screen together? Yeah. You know, I kind of actually want to ask my parents. I, I they're, they're listeners. I'll probably call them up right after this and say like, did you think that was weird? Yeah. As an adult, dude, I was like. 11 12 when i watched this movie right so i'm like did you guys think that was weird yeah did you think it was strange yeah that's a good point because we clearly did it no. as kids there was nothing wrong with that no. it was like man that's so dope no yeah. it was it was like kissing like the substitute teacher yeah it was like oh man like she's um, it's just oh, like yeah. I, it's not even like it's yeah it's not even like she's hot it's like she's pretty and i think kissing would be cool yeah. you know it's that kind of age but yeah. it's the, yeah it's like I, I told you guys too on, in our text chain or whatever. I think every movie should be able to be seen no matter what. Like oh, I'm not I'm not condoning fucking child pornography no, or anything no. like that. But like yeah, it's 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 a, it's a hard thing. It's it's just weird. It's just weird. It's a strange. <laughs> it is it is just a such an awkward time. And again, Preston's longing look for Shay yes. when this is going on, and you're just like, please stop the doing glisten that. Glisten in his eyes yeah. and everything. Yeah, and uh, and you're. You're just like, yeah, you're you're haggling down the years to when you could go and see each other again to yeah. like to like rekindle your your experience that you had together. And I'm just I'm not not a fan. I mean, he does go home after that. And he's got everything he wants. All he's got of everything sudden. he wants. Learned a valuable lesson. 
He did. He got. I think we got like his birthday present and yeah. the cake and got his birthday present. And, and like, by I, the way, that wish does not come true. He didn't blow out his candles in one blow. So. That's right. Oh. Too bad. <laughs> There's that. And to add to how how much his family does not give a fuck about him. One, we forgot to say that they blamed him getting his bike run over on him. Yeah, exactly. And two, didn't even listen to any explanation. It's just like, oh, you got run over. Or was your ba- your you broke your bike? You you bastard. You're fucking grounded. Yeah. Piece of shit. Done for. Yep. And then at the end of this scene, they skipped the verse and happy birthday. No, oh, they did. Yeah, they they did. showed. They, they truly do not they give did. a fuck about him. Yeah, they were like, oh, we got to wrap this up. It's getting late. <laughs> and uh, the boys, the other boys, have work in the morning. By the way, yep. they're going to need to work late tonight in your bedroom. So. <laughs> Foot and mouth disease is taking right. off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's anything else, guys. You want to end this? All, All right, good. Yeah. Sean. I'm starting off with you, buddy. Okay. I am. I am going to ask you now with a modern eye. You watched this thing. What did you think about it? You gave it an eight. Today, I like rewatching this. I'm, I got all the like kind of nostalgia and everything like that. Totally. Me, my brother and I are watching it all the time. Just thought like all of the the toys and everything were super cool back in the day. Now when I watch it today, it's just it's just a montage. I don't give a yeah. fuck about any of the toys. Like they all look cool still, but I'm just like I, as a movie, I don't care about watching this anymore. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's just like, so mad. This is so funny. Um, wait, what statement. did I give three you, ninjas? You get, uh, so that's what I was actually going to tell you because this is going to be a good uh, a top off point, right? So you gave it a three. I gave three ninjas a three. I think I think this has a little bit more to offer. I weirdly than three ninjas. But it's also like in the same kind of category where I don't really ever want to watch it again. Yeah. Unless it's like this, like the unless uh, you can rent out a theater with all your friends. Exactly. Watch a bunch of, uh, get a bunch of beer and and try and like get an edit where the sexual harassment <laughs> is not in there. You know. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm a three point five. Okay. On this, yeah, it's it's fine. And I, like I said, like some of the like some of the performances I really like, like uh, Rick to come in totally. is is a treasure in my mind. Uh, Tone Loke is fun to watch Miguel Ferrer doesn't yeah. do any wrong ever. Um, and some of the directing choices I kind of like, and and like the family aspect I uh, I found surprising kind of. Um, but yeah, uh, everything else than that, it's a it's a montage movie for for Attell or Mattel, sorry, Mattel and Dave, and Dave Mattel, yeah, and and Coca Cola and everything like that. It's in yeah. Hagen Dazs. It's ju- it's just a vehicle for that, and it's not really a movie in that no. case. <laughs> you know? Age, what about you, buddy? You remember what you gave Three Ninjas? Are you using that as a reference point as you well? Can, you can tell me two point four yeah, lowest rating anyone's given any movie so far. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you that I. I made up my mind on this before you told me that. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So I just want that to be known and understood. Somehow I feel like I get like more, nost- I, I somehow got a little bit more nostalgia maybe out of this than three ninjas, I suppose. But I, then I, when I really think about it, it's just because of all the toys and the cool stuff and yeah. you, what, what would you do? You know, it's a classic question. What would you do if you were a kid and you got a million dollars and, um, You'd want your own place to do everything yourself, and I love that about this movie, but there is a point that you're just, it's just not, it's just not that stimulating (laughs) of a movie, uh, you know, and so I'm going to tell you this. Um, Nowadays, rewatching this movie and having to put myself through it three different times uh, in in preparation for recording this, I am a 2.1. 
Wow. The lowest score so far wow. of any movie modern day. Yeah. Uh, 2.1. Yeah, dudes. Like, uh, people get so mad at us. We're not we're not grading it on nostalgia. The nostalgia was off the hook for me. It was amazing. Yeah. Just be like, we're fuck all the way yes. up there. I was like, all the way up there. Yeah. And just rewatching it going, God damn, I used to love this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, oh hell yeah. But that's not what we're grading it on. We're just like saying... How does this movie rank in the annals of history? Like, it's a fucking not that good, dudes. Uh, and so I, I, I'm going to hopefully please some of our people that were mad at me at the beginning. This is this is slightly worse for me than Three Ninjas. Oh, I would wow. I would rather go Three Ninjas. So I'm I'm just going to squeeze right down there. I gave it a three. I'm going to give it a two point nine. Okay. So blank checks at two point nine. I'd rather watch Three Ninjas if I had to pick one of these two movies. I, I think I would agree with you there. Kay. Yeah. There we fucking go, boys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, as of the recording in mid-May 2021, it's available with a subscription to Disney+, Plus. but who knows how long that will last <laughs> due to some outrage yeah. about the, some kissing scene. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is. Uh, so petition is gaining signatures. <laughs> it is, man. We, go go fact, watch Love, Simon. I don't know. Our TikTok might help actually gain some awareness <laughs> for this. We'll find out. Uh, continuing with the weekly content, tune in next Wednesday as we continue down our new scheduled path. We're giving the people what they want and going back to back to back movies that's right only one mini bite per month three full movies it's my pick so excited bill and ted's excellent adventure yeah. it's gonna be so fun we gotta cleanse that palette oh yeah oh, God, cleanse yeah. that palette so that's about it for us aj why don't you tell them where they can find us at baby you found us already you, you found already us did. on you, you don't even fucking know you already did it you found us and you're listening right now and while you were doing that you left us a review and and click the like button or the subscribe or the follow whatever it is on the platform that you're listening on it's usually spotify apple podcast uh overcast Stitcher and everywhere in between. Uh, make sure that you give us that little likey button and that little review button. <laughs> um, uh, Facebook at Confused Breakfast. Uh, and then you've also got Instagram at Confused Breakfast. You've got Twitter, Confused Be Fast. And TikTok is Confused Breakfast. Uh, make sure you guys also give us a little shouty shout and check out what we're doing on the Patreon because we got a ton of cool content on there, additional content. And it's the best way to be able to support us and to be able to continue to give you as much content as we can. So please check out Patreon. Got some merch coming to you guys. Oh. You know, you're not even ready for it. That's right. But you're going to be. That's right. And so, and of course, last but not least, make sure you guys leave us a voicemail. 319-804-9596. Yes. All right. We'll do like, we'll start where I'll go like 319-804-94-96-95-96. I'm just learning it backwards. Yeah. Sean, where can everybody find you at? Sean Pryor, 237 on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you very much. AJ Vens, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S, anywhere on social media. I started a new business. You did? Uh, you can find out more at trashcanicecream.com. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just actually, tons of that. And if you guys go to confusedbreakfast.com, there's a little link that uh, some of our personal links are in there that you can check out. So, yeah. God damn, we love you. We'll see you next time, okay? Bye. Goodbye. Don't, don't date 11-year-olds. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs>
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.